Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. Hi, everybody. Hi, 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 everybody. How are you today? I'm here with Johnny Lieberman. I'm here with Real Zuckerman. Right now, Zuckerman is showing Johnny Lieberman some outlaw archive memorabilia. He's putting his mask on because uh, Zuckerman is violating the six-foot distance. We've got a great show for you today. We're just going to take some listener comments, some questions, some complaints. We're going to talk about cars. We're just going to wing it. We're going to wing it. You know what I did this morning, you guys? <clears throat> They're not even listening yet. This morning, you know how you wake up and you look at the news and you just want to... Oh, Zuckerman just walked through a wire. This is, yeah, like this. And you want to just throw yourself out a window? You read the first three stories every morning. You just want to throw yourself out a window. You know what I did? I put on the Yacht Rock because it's Yacht Rock season again. And Footloose came on. And here's a little bit of advice. As bad as life is, if the worst thing is happening to you right now, listeners... Put on Footloose because it won't be so bad. Are you going to dance in your panties? Is that what you're going to say? And I brushed my teeth as I was reading about the end of civilization and and Footloose was playing. And then life was like 10% less worse. (laughs) 10% less worse. you and your panties, I'm not... Look, Enjoying now this you're vision. attributing your remark that no, I was not in my panties. I was not in anything. I was brushing my teeth. Ew, you were naked. I was no. I was getting ready to work out like I do every morning, and usually I don't feel better till after my workout. But the footloose, I was laughing because I'm reading this horrible, Loose. this horrible COVID death. It's getting worse, and footloose is playing, and I don't know. It was, you know what, it, it, it was a cinematically interesting. As long as we're going to go down, we might as well have some fun music. Oh, we're Maybe. getting there. Yeah, we're, and, we're, the, we're, and the Yacht Rock. The band on the Titanic will start playing. That's, and that's it, the Yacht Rock. <laughs> here, look, Yacht Rock is here for us. Here's the one bit of good news. There's going to be a baseball season. That made me a little happy. I got, I got I, excited about yeah, the sixth. No. I just want to watch something normal. Right. Anyways, so I'm happy. I, I found a way to really fuck my life up. I, um, you'll love this. So, so Lamborghini got in touch with me and they said, Hey, we're doing this Lamborghini Lego kit. You want one. We're going to give them to certain journalists and you build Legos all the time. Do you want this $450 Lego kit? Do you build Legos all the time? Oh yeah, you do. Oh, I love it. Well, you have a three-year-old, right? Well, that's Duplos. No, I build like the big, you know, $300 Technic sets. You do that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're great. I got. I built he's, a six by six Yamaha. Well, nerd is the what I was going to say. Oh but come on! Do you They're really awesome. have the patience for that? That's amazing. It. Oh, I love it. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So does it relax you? No, it's the like Technic Legos are so stressful. But I just, it's just, I, I, I'm, I'm horrible in anything mechanical, and I hate like working on actual cars. But I can like look at my Unimog I built and be like, it needs a folding tailgate. And then instead of like having to weld and get my knuckles bloody, 
In two weeks, I, like, if I have 10 minutes, I can make a folding meth. tailgate. It he could be a you, meth smoker. Could you work on cars if you liked I it? I used to. I you hate used it. to. I hate and it. Yeah. Why? And because of the dirty nature no, of it and the dirty fingers? It's, 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 it's very slow. It is. It's very but so are Legos. Yeah, but they're quicker, and uh, I just I always Less wind up with like bleeding knuckles, and, and I, then, me too. And right. then here's the other thing. I'm not that good, so whatever I build is not that good. So my repairs or whatever I'm trying to do, improvements are half-assed, less than half-assed, quarter-assed. So it's just it, it wasn't a good <laughs> hobby for me. But Legos are great. So, Anyways, so Lamborghini Legos. Yeah. So I go instead of sending me one. Why don't you send me two and I'll give one away to my friends on Instagram, right? And I didn't really put much more thought into it. So they sent me two. And I said, guys, if you want one, just leave a comment that says I want one. I didn't say, like, make a friend follow me. So I picked up no followers and 3,000 people <laughs> have said they want one. So now I've got to write down 3,000 names, which I'm <clears throat> estimating is a 36 hours of my life to, like, write down each name going off my phone onto a spreadsheet and so, then then i gotta then i gotta ship the fucking thing i'm so, i'm but so, you're gonna ship three thousand of these no, no no just one i'm gonna do a raffle you're gonna do a raffle yeah, but i gotta write down the names like you know pretend you wrote down the names so just pick a fucking name and <laughs> yeah. send it what are you talking <laughs> about you I just do it right now cares. i'll pick a name at what random are you a rabbi for you. come on the, yeah. No, I'm gonna actually randomize it, but like, I just no. I why? Oh, no. Why? Yeah, no. you're not gonna get in trouble. I am gonna now. I'm gonna get you're in trouble. You're not a game show. There's no law covering what you do on your Instagram. It, it's, it's a. It's like returning a shopping cart. I got to do it. Wow. Yeah. I, you're I said I'm gonna do it. Jesus. He's Christ. really sick. He's sick. Smoke meth. You'll be better. <laughs> <laughs> this this level of obsessiveness. I, I quit smoking meth years ago. By I, the way, so as far as meth is concerned, the the T-shirt, the meth smoking eighty-seven nine eleven that was uh, stolen from us a few weeks ago, maybe a few months ago, right? Yes. Months. Is now a T-shirt on bliffship.com. That Saw lovable that. meth head. We've got a whole thing. Smokey is the bandit. It's a delightful comic cartoony T-shirt that on a white shirt. It's lovely. You can go to blipshift.com and order it right now. I, Please yes. do. It's a way to support us here at Spikes Car Radio while we remain commercial free for you guys. And we can make light of minutes. serious things like drug addiction. <laughs> but yeah. he was a good wheel man. Yes, and he and was a wheel got, man. If you notice, Zuckerman, <laughs> on the logo, it's all the stops he made, starting with your law firm and ending with LAPD Hollywood Division. <laughs> we must find him, put him in rehab, and make him a member. Of the give club. him a shirt. Give him yeah. a shirt. Yeah. We'll yeah. give him a shirt if we find him. him anyway. It's good to be with you guys. Johnny Lieberman's yeah. here. He drove in, in quite a contraption over yes. here. Look at Tough. that American muscle Car. Yeah, so that's a Camaro SS, and it's but it's black, a, red, and white. It's red, a, white, and black. It's a strange one because it's it's an SS, and the dealer has installed everything on the Monroney says dealer installed. Like the wing is off the one LE ZL one or ZL one LE. It's got the all kinds of one LE parts like suspension, and it's got Brembos. It's got the strut bar, blah blah blah. So instead of just getting a $45,000 one LE. They took a $43,000 SS and put $21,000 onto it, which you could get a ZL1 for that much money. So this car makes literally no sense. That said, it drives nice. And what are you doing with this car? Uh, this one I'm just driving. For um, fun. Because I look at your Instagram and I look at your driveway. Yeah. 
And we all have press cars, but Johnny Lieberman seems to have seven cool press ones. cars at once yes. all the time that yes. change daily. Yes. How is that happening? Well, not uh, that I, you know, and I'm not jealous of it. it that seems like a I lot am. to handle. It's a lot. Um, the constant dropping and the picking up and the drive. Well, no, I'm telling you, so COVID has been magic in this instance is that they do touch free drop offs. I don't even have to be home. Right. No, I that's make, good. I got to make sure the keys in the cup yes. holder, you know, and uh, that's been great. Um, but how many cars on any given day do you have in your driveway? Press cars. Press cars, two. Two. So I have a long-termer for Motor Trend, so that just lives there. Which and is? It's a Mercedes GLE 450. So, it's a SUV. so that's just something you can have. That's for a year. I mean, I got to write, like, I forget, eight or nine stories about it. But, yeah, I got it for a year. But you don't have to lease a car for your daily. Well, my wife does, and then I own two cars. So we have, well, there's plenty of cars. There's, right. There's, there's lots of cars around. Um, and then what I've just been doing is, okay, I'm locked down. I can't travel. I can't go anywhere or do anything. I live eight miles from Angeles Crest, so I'm just going to book a car I can have fun on Angeles Crest with every week. <laughs> and then our photographers need things to do, so then Motor Trend Photographer gets it, and they get to do a photo shoot. I write a story. I got to keep working, and it's been great. It's actually worked out really, really well. Wow. Um, now, I then we'll have normal Motor Trend duties on top of that, so, for instance, when everyone I think was getting really jealous, like when I had the Turbo S and the 720S. Now, when you say everybody, time, you mean me. Oh, it wasn't just you. <laughs> you were the most vocal. And maybe I'll say them. I'll give and you this. people thought we were actually feuding over this. I'll give you this. You were the most witty. <laughs> mm. um, and it was funny. Didn't you was. say that people were going, Spike's angry at you? And I was like, I was not angry. I was just having fun. Like, who, these are just press cards. the internet works where yeah. people really think that, yeah. like, you're actually like want to repossess cars. Like you're not going to get the same fucking car in two days. Oh, and what if I didn't? Yeah. Oh my! I mean, fair what would I, I do? Fair and I've had this running joke for years. Just because Motor Trend is the you know it's the big dog in this industry, right? Right. So we get it first, and he will get it a couple weeks later. So right. he's always like, "You get everything first. and it's just a joke because yeah, right, we do. right, right. But it doesn't it doesn't matter. But of yeah, no, I've doesn't. had I've had some good shit. I've had some really good shit. And this it's car, fun. and this car, this car, you know what? I haven't taken up the crest yet, but uh, lovely V8, naturally aspirated, 460 horsepower. Ooh. And when you come off the throttle, it makes all kinds of good noises. So wow. it's, it's got to have the smallest side windows on any passenger small, car currently yeah. made. I was just telling Spike, though, I say the claims of its poor forward visibility are greatly exaggerated the the fifth generation car was was terrible it was it, you couldn't see out of it this one's not so bad except for the rear a spike was trying to back me in and he's standing behind it like i assume waving his arms i saw his belt you cannot, you cannot <laughs> see like, why shit. is he not doing anything i'm telling you cannot him see shit out of the car. now to be fair to the car it does have a digital rear view mirror which i turned off because i was putting on my sunglasses and i needed an actual mirror but it has a video camera in the back and it's a, it's a TV screen, which is, is good. It gives you a nice wide view and full color. I can make that. sense of the dealer add-ons for you. I'm sure you can, too. Yeah. I, know, I know how the economics work of that. Sure. Because the dealer, dealer gets two times on the parts. So, so the dealer <laughs> right. is, is, he can discount and still make a profit on the parts he's added on. And this is something that never leaves the factory. So that wing would never right. be on an SS. Right. That's only ZL1, 1LE. Right. Right. So they made something kind of unique that, you know. Yeah, and if cool. you're, look, if you're into Camaros, like, that thing's pretty bitching. Yeah. Um, I, I'm still struggling. So, you know, they facelifted it and made it horrible looking. 
And it was so bad that they changed it the next year, which never happened. That only happens to cars when it's an absolute disaster. If something changes in 12 months instead of four years. So then they quickly did this front end, and I I still think it's terrible. Um, And the headlights are too cheap. But the car, like that platform's great. The car drives great. Um, This is the new 10-speed automatic, which I've driven in the Z011LE and just the regular Z01. It's good. Muscle cars are allowed to have automatics. You know, I'd prefer a manual, and I've driven plenty of these with manuals, but it's cool. You know, it's it really cool. I, I like how it looks in the sense that to me it looks like a cartoon car. It looks like oh, something totally. out of a, of a car this cartoon guy? movie. Yeah, yeah, something that you and I would have drawn. Yeah, it's like <laughs> if you look at that door, the driver's side door, <laughs> right. with respect to the window, it yes. ain't right, right? Yes, you're it's a tough safe, guy. Yes. but it ain't right. It don't look right. Really, you could get hit by a Mack truck in that thing. That is a lot of doors. Hey, did you you hooked me up with Bentley? Right? Was I, that on I an tried email? To. I mean, I, did that happen? No, I have not heard okay. from them, and now well, I now I have a chip uh, on my shoulder about it. That Bentley. To be fair, the person uh, that I talked to said, "I will get to this. I have a family crisis, and it's oh dear family crisis she's dealing with." Oh, that's good. Okay, so, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I didn't but, want to take it personally, but no. I thought if anybody was kind of a Bentley brand, yeah, it would have been me. And my listeners, fair enough, <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 it's just it's kind of a lifestyle the, match, and it's a Porsche platform. Yeah, and there's some excitement in this little triumvirate of Porsche think. fans, myself, Mr. Zuckerman, Mr. Seinfeld, who would like to experience this well, car. I'll, I'll give you a, my cousin, who who's a successful attorney, who I'm sure you've sued or something. Unlike uh, Mr. You know, Zuckerman, like, he was like, "I'm gonna get, a, I'm gonna get a Speedster. Could you, could you find out about Speedsters for oh, okay. me?" Okay. And then I got the uh, the Continental, the GTC, the convertible, and now he has that. He, wow. he actually yeah. decided he's 60 years old. Uh, he said, "You, you know what? sourced that car from." What's that again? You sourced that car for him, didn't you? I or helped, you arranged I got him it? a nice deal. From Did you take a piece of that when it I didn't when get it a passes piece, through but you? But he's my cousin, and, <laughs> oh, and he's he's helped Come us. On. He's your cousin. He's helped us out. <laughs> is he you a Lieberman or what is he? <laughs> he he's, he's, no, he's a, he's a Mansell through marriage, but... Oh, is he a Lieberman? Yeah. But, 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 he's done plenty for us. He's a, he's a very nice guy. No, of course. Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's helped us. He's done some legal work for us in the past. So. Okay. So there well, you go. get your money's worth. I have, uh, <laughs> you know, just a minute ago, and I've only given But anyways, it, I just want to say, that's go. how cool the new Bentley is. Uh, is that people legitimately looking at the Speedster said, you know what? I'll take this Bentley instead. So there was I think qu- you made a mistake. <clears throat> I like the Speedster better, but the Bentley is very nice. There, uh, <clears throat> I asked our listeners, since I don't really have a format today and they don't have really anything to review, I was going to do the Indian uh, FTR 1200 race replica, but I haven't really spent enough time on it just yet. I'll do it and next I, Is that week. a motorcycle? That's a motorcycle. Yeah, I don't even yeah. know what that is. So, yeah, yeah. It's a flat track replica new Indian that just came out that that's bonkers. I mean, again, like I've been riding a 66 Triumph Bonneville and no new stuff. So now I'm riding new motorcycles. And so everything is insane, wonderful and new. And I can't believe it has Bluetooth. But, I, but I'd, be, I'd be more comfortable talking about like, you know, uh, macroeconomic theory than motorcycles. Yeah, I, I know more well, about I'm that. I'm not going to review them in a professional way. <laughs> yeah, nor yeah, do yeah. I think anybody wants me to. But I, I, I talk about my experience and I'll get to that next week. So I yeah. asked our listeners just. You know, complain about something. Give us some questions. <laughs> Grievances. We'll we'll throw something. I'll uh, they'll throw something on the table, and we will discuss. How okay. about all right? I like it. And shoe thirty two uh, had us uh, has a nice start for us. Shoe thirty two. I'm an '80s kid. Help me understand the Steve McQueen thing. 
His movies are arguably a snooze fest, <laughs> and he had a few a few cool street cars, but had no real talent behind the wheel. Don't comment yet. Paul Newman, on the other hand, honed his racecraft over decades and won a ton of races while making amazing films, and is never mentioned in the same breath as McQueen, the King of Cool. Well. Now, I think I think they're kind of interchangeable. I think a lot of dudes, mostly old dudes, that well, first fetishize of all, those Steve two. McQueen wasn't a legit racer. I don't know about a racer, but the guy could drive. I mean, he spent weeks like that. You know, bullet. They spent weeks. Him and the, I forget the guy. The guy that played the baddie. He was, was a stunt driver in real life. Well, he raced in a nine oh eight two, wasn't it? The Flunder car at where was it down? It came in second place at, at with a broken foot, not he, at Le Mans. In America, the race before Le Mans. Uh, they said Sebring. that had he been devoted his career to racing, he would have been a top racer. I don't this, know. I don't know any of that. I know that for Bullet, they spent two weeks at Willow Springs yeah. practicing, uh, and they got so good that they were doing stunts where they could put their arm out of the window and touch each other's cars. That's how close they were right. getting. And then they practiced Bullet uh, at Griffith Park um, up by the observatory. They were they were doing all the the hill stuff up there. And then they went to San Francisco and filmed it. So the guy can wheel a car. Okay, that here it said, is. It's, uh, the, it's this car right here. Oh, wow. What is that? The 908K Flunder Spider. Oh, that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here he raced it to a second place finish. McQueen uh, did. McQueen, yeah. I mean, that's good. Second place is good. As I said. Yeah. And by the way, the 908, that's a... 1600 pound car with a flat eight i mean that's that's a hard they thing just, to drive they jam yeah no, they're, yeah and they're i don't even know what the flunder things. spider is but it's probably even lighter because they took the roof off in 62 he was told i think during the filming of the great escape that the studios would not allow him to race anymore he had to make a choice sure so he was forbidden from competitive racing in the very early 60s it was only after success and he created his own production company much later in the 60s or early 70s that he was able to return to form. But my understanding is he was probably a better driver than Newman. But I'm not going to swear to that. <clears throat> I mean, well, New- I Newman know. didn't start till he was like old also. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, true. you know, as we all know, you get older, you get slower. I heard a story once about Newman on a racetrack in Florida. And I don't know if it was Letterman that told me the story or not. But Newman was sitting on the side of the racetrack in Florida and watching this guy with his brand new Boxster bop around the track, flying, showing off. And then Newman said, watch this. And he took out that uh, tricked up Volvo estate wagon he had right. that he and Dave built oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and smoked him. Smoked the guy in the brand new Boxster on the racetrack. And Boxster guy just left the track immediately embarrassed. <laughs> you know, they're both good racers. But you can't say that Steve McQueen was not a legitimate racer. I, I mean, you, can't even, you can't say that because yeah. he... Uh, and, yeah. and I'm, and I'm for, forgive me because I'm missing this race. It, it was the 12 hours of Sebring. Sebring right. before Lamar. But look, and, and I, that's I would a say broken this. foot, yeah. second place finish with Peter Refson. Is that who he had partnered? I, I have no idea. But here's the other thing. I will say both those guys, and they're great, and they have enough props. No one ever needs to speak of either of them again, and they'll be legends forever. You know, Walter Cronkite was racing like Maseratis and stuff like that. He just wasn't a good-looking actor, so no one cares. So... I, I don't know. I, I think like and for the '80s guys, my comment is is that uh, that um, McQueen was more of the rugged guy, and Newman was more of the sure. smooth dude. Yeah, polished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And again, again, the premise that the Great Escape, Bullet, the Getaway, uh, Le Mans. Should we just keep going? Le Mans. These Papillon. These are not good movies. 
These are not good movies. Yeah, How dare way, you, sir? The getaway is phenomenal. Like that's a great. Yes. Bullet, Bullet's a little dull, except for the race scene. You know, let's let's right. be honest. He was a fabulous. He's but, the king of cool, a fabulous yeah. actor. Also, he's not your generation, so you have to understand that. But to the the older guys, it, it's meaningful because here's a guy who's a Hollywood actor who then is out racing cars and enjoying life and buying these. Amazing creations. Now, a lot of people get caught up in the and think he owned these old cars. He was buying the new stuff. His yeah, yeah. Series 2A Land Rover was a brand new one. Right. But right? His, his but, Speedsters, his 911Rs, but even these his were stuff, new cars to him. And even his stuff no one knows about were cool. Like He, he actually had a Hudson Wasp. Right. So when he wanted to go get a six-pack and a pack of smokes, instead of taking the XKSS, which would draw attention... He drove a Hudson Wasp, and the Wasp, it was, it, was a, it was a cut-down Hornet. So it had the same engine as the Hornet. It was a short wheelbase Hornet, so super cool incognito super cool. car. Yeah, he didn't have yeah. a salad dressing either. I don't know. I, if, <laughs> if I had to make a choice, it would be Steve McQueen every time. I liked Paul Newman, but I love Steve McQueen. I'm just saying there's other choices out there, but they're, they're, they don't <laughs> for, need any more for press. For actors? They just don't need any more press. Like <clears throat> I, I was actually, I did another podcast this morning, and I was saying that. Who's podcast? Yeah, what is this shit? <laughs> My friend Shazad in London. Uh, it would do it early. But anyways, um, but I was saying that like those guys are overplayed. You don't you, you can be a, you can you don't you don't that 80s kid doesn't have to understand. There's plenty of other interesting people that had cars, you know, Idi Amin. And who's the next guy? Idi Amin had six it, Citroen SMs. Cool. And he had a 600, and he had <laughs> 600 series Benzes, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, he yeah, was a real yeah. car guy. Okay, let me throw this out. Genocidal maniac. But aside yeah. from that. Despot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but nobody's going to be buying Idi Amin's, like, racing suit. Nobody gives a shit about Idi Amin. Right now, what is the next Steve McQueen? Who is the next Paul Newman? Anybody? Paul Walker. Uh, you really think Paul Walker's body of work is I worthy of, of it, that but no for kids well, today I, for kids today he i think has something to offer to a kid today who is somebody in their teens or 20s yeah and walker had he did have cool taste in cars i mean they're selling them off now but like he had some very but, very cool who cars. else can a kid but who, who else can a 20 really year old to walk and to? talk to talk no, no just, i mean no, okay no, who does these absolutely days? Not. Here, i'm gonna give you an old man comment and say who does these days we don't relate well, the same way. that's what I'm asking way. you. You've got guys like Patrick Dempsey. Oh. Yeah. But who's yeah. legit. Yeah. Who's he's legit. Lamont, who's race. Who's a 20-year-old doesn't relate Friend to him. Friend of the show. What's that? Yeah. 20-year-old doesn't mean, relate yeah, to him. Yeah, but this is, I'm talking about the future, Zuckerman. The future. The Steve McQueen thing happened decades after Steve McQueen was I'm gone. I'm just trying to say we can ignore it. There's no need to keep talking about the Steve McQueen thing. And there doesn't have to be a new one either. No, it, it, I know. Well, that's what I want to. Who's so, that next one? Whose yeah. keychains are we buying next? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Machine Gun Walkers. Kelly. Who? Travis Barker. Machine Gun Kelly. Not I mean, means. <laughs> Travis Barker? I mean, that's what I'm saying. I don't really I don't hey, know. Hey, yo, by the way, Travis Scott moved to my neighborhood. Did I tell really? you that? The guy who ruined your BMW, did that ever get sold? We're off the rails here. We're off the rails. No, we're not. No, this is good. I meant weed. to say that to you. Lots of weed. You smell the weed? So that, that BMW may be coming up in, uh, in my he hood. He can't drive. Huh? A stick. He doesn't drive a stick. He doesn't. Wow, there's an right. interesting little comment What's, right there. Give us there. another grievance. We, we wore <clears throat> that into the ground. Okay. Yeah. But you think about that and get back to me on, is there any new Steve McQueen coming down the pipe? Because I want to buy all of his sunglasses right now. <laughs> all right. Uh, what car brands won't survive the pandemic? Uh-oh. Mitsubishi and Chrysler come to mind. Maybe Isfinity as well, says Jack Ringer. Thoughts? Uh, I think it would probably be a British brand. 
Uh, I think McLaren's in a lot of Least, trouble. Really? Yeah, they laid off a thousand people, and they only had like four thousand to start with. Um, and th- they're in a lot of trouble. Aston Martin. I mean, you know, you all heard Tobias Moore from AMG is now the new CEO starting in August. But you know, their stock price went from nineteen dollars a share to thirty-seven cents a share. Uh, it's it's up to ninety. So wait, if McLaren turns the lights off, does that mean the company would go away or just... Well, McLaren has three prongs of their business, right? So they have the passenger cars, they have the F1 stuff, and then they also have data acquisition, uh, which no one knows about. But for instance, like when you run an F1 car, you're collecting 500 data points at the same time, and then you want to say, hey, if these seven things happen in this order, that means the transmission's going to blow up. So they have this way to get information and process it. Well, it turns out if you have a sick person in a hospital, you want to monitor a bunch of data points. And if these seven things happen, they're going to have a heart attack. So alert someone. So they have this other business, which I think is hugely profitable. They don't talk about it because it's not car related. So the passenger car wow. part could go away when the F1 and the other part could stay. But they laid off like a thousand people. I mean, that, that's humongous. That's yeah. Bonkers. Yeah. Don't uh, not Morgan. They have to stay around. Yeah, Morgan's four guys with a hammer. It's, they're not going anywhere. Four guys with a many mo jack. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, I don't. I mean, Mitsubishi will <clears throat> never go away because I feel strongly <clears throat> that for the last thirty years uh, they need a, a loss leader for tax purposes. Mm-hmm. So they just like, <laughs> how do we lose eighty million a year? Right, right. Have cars in America? They have so much other stuff oh, going make, on. Heavy industries, and coffee, ships, beer, and saxophones. I mean, you know, like airplanes. They're they're fine. So they they need a, a write off basically, and that's Mitsubishi North America. So I mean, you know, that I, I think they're fine. What about <clears throat> things like Nissan, Renault, and? I mean, Nissan's in a lot of trouble. You know, they, 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 they've, I mean, aside from the whole Gone fiasco, which turns out, by the way, they weren't framing him. He was totally set up. <laughs> but he did hire, like, Secret Service guys to sneak him out in a tuba box, which is insane. Coming to Netflix soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I want to watch that show. Um, That's good. They have problems. I mean, they, you know, they, their, their products have been way less than stellar for a long time. Mm-hmm. Infinity, you know, everyone thinks that they're in trouble because enthusiasts aren't turned on by Infinity, but they do move a lot of metal. They sell a lot of cars um, because, you know, if you can't afford a BMW or you don't qualify for a BMW lease, well, you can get an Infinity one. It's a little cheaper product and they'll lease it to you for a little bit less money. Um, I, w- I would look at like, I don't think I don't think Chrysler's going anywhere, but like Fiat's in a lot of trouble in the U.S. Um, they have no products. Uh, Alfa Romeo's in trouble. They have two wonderful products that no one will buy, except for me. I'm going to buy a, a Julia very soon. But anyways, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say those are the ones I'd worry about are are, are small, uh, not a lot of volume uh, uh, imports. So how many times has Alpha left the U.S. Just this once. Be- just, it's left just left once. And they came back. It took them 20 years or whatever. But just, do you just like the once. Julia? I'm buying one. Yeah, I love it. You are. I think it's the best sedan in terms of in terms of driving. Yeah, just, just the way it drives. I think it's the best one. What about the electronics? And they're they're fine. You know, they're they're there's wow. no, there's not uh, it's not the greatest navigation system in the world. But I'm not. I never buy a car. I've never heard anybody system. like this car. I've seen them. The Julia? Yeah. Oh, they're I've incredible. wanted to like they, they it. I haven't driven they, they one. They weren't built well, and they're kind of problematic. So, and I mean, look. Uh, you keep know. that mic right on your mouth. There you go. You don't think it's picking me up? I want it nice. All and, right. So okay, I, I will say this. 
<clears throat> what happened when they launched the Julia was they had this idiotic software in there that said if there's any fuel starvation, put the car into some kind of limp mode to protect the engine. So uh, when journalists start driving the cars, and as you know, journalists tend to drive differently than people that actually buy cars because yep. it ain't their car, so they go nuts with them. So when the fuel level got to about a quarter tank, uh, you get some fuel starvation, just the way the, the fuel pumps worked, and it would go into a limp mode. So people interpreted that as the car is broken rather than the car is doing exactly what it was programmed to do. Uh, I was told this by a Dodge engineer who's like, yeah, they really fucked up with that. They have changed the programming from the early launch cars, um, and they aren't actually doing that anymore what's at all. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we had a – it was our car of the year a couple of years ago. We had them for a year. It was trouble-free. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we've had, uh, we had a, a, a Genesis G70 that had a ton of problems, you know, so I don't think they're actually more unreliable <laughs> than anything else. Um, and also for me, the way I buy cars is actually for a car like that. I lease it. Right. You know, so it's not, it's not, and uh, they are cheap your right problem. Now. it's not really my problem. And, you know, so, <clears throat> so, you know, I, I am, I'm, I'm buying a, uh, Julia TI, uh, uh TI <clears throat> sport, maybe I can't remember what it's called. What color? Uh, light blue. With red leather interior and yellow brake calibers. Wow. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty. Yeah. All right. I want to see that car. Nate yeah. Tech is the last guy to learn. He's, he's asking, where are you, why aren't you guys on the podcast one app yet? <laughs> anymore, I, I, I mean. I asked the same question two days ago. And I ago. said, well, because we moved a long time ago, <laughs> and we're everywhere else now. Podcast One actually, you know, as much as we love them, they kind of limited where we could be. And now we're, we're everywhere but the Podcast One app. Right, right. And uh, just look anywhere. You'll find us from Google Chrome to Spotify to iHeartRadio to Stitcher to here to there to Can everywhere. I ask? Try because and keep up and look at my Instagram feed. It's there every week with a link. Yes. Because I have no idea. How, how, does, how does your podcast do? I think this is my fourth we do appearance. Well. We do quite well. Yeah? Yes. I've never listened to a podcast, so I have no idea. I just uh, appear I on don't them. listen to them either after this moment. <laughs> but yes, we do well. Okay, good. Good, good, good. We are growing e every year. We have a bunch. We're a mostly male audience. Yeah, uh, 90% yeah. men. Yeah. No, it's not a problem. It's actually good. Is it? There's a whole segment of advertising that opens oh, us oh, up to that's yeah, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we're upscale. We are 18 to 40 heavy. Okay, that's good. I, you know, that's 18, to to, good. 18 to 34 is where our big segments are, and then okay. 24 to 45, whatever. This sounds so like my Instagram feed, yeah. What's that? That sounds like my Instagram feed. Yeah, it's kind of like this. It's, I think it's I'm 95% male. We could open maybe. ourselves up to a, a bigger female audience if we tried. And, so, and sell what? <laughs> you always pay. We don't sell anything, cars. Zuckerman. You know, women, you know, 51% of car buyers are females. So. <clears throat> yes, and the plan. But do they buy like us? No. no, they have a different. They have a different. I mean, criteria. some do, some do, and, and by the way, if you encourage them, more would you know? Like, oh, let's be encouraging. What we want to do is build. Uh, Hangar Fifty Six was had a plan to build out a studio and start doing YouTube video and kind of build the thing out before the pandemic hits. So yeah, the pandemic. Now we're bitch. kind of floating around <laughs> waiting, but uh, there's a site in the works. The new uh, Spikes Car Radio site. Zuckerman, I'm going to give you your own blog space to write your horrible wow. things. <laughs> uh, we'll have 24-7 merch going up. It's going to be good. And fans can interact and have a good time. I do want to market to women. 60% of women buy Listen the wrong car. Do you know what that advertising line is? No. That is from the Always Pad Company. That say 60% of women wear the wrong size pad. 
Did you know that? I did not know that. Yes, that is it. I heard it was like 99% were the wrong size bra. Really? That's what I heard. I, I heard they're from I a custom bra maker. I don't believe it, but what concerns me is, is that that's, they find that to be a good marketing ploy. This to is convince why, them they're wrong. This is why women aren't going to listen, Zuckerman. It's conversations like it we out. just had. Take it out. Take <laughs> it I'm out. not going to take anything out. I'm just wondering why. I'm just telling you that's why they're not going to listen. <laughs> <laughs> can't do, this is self-aware. One of you being self-aware and discuss bras and uh, women's underwear. But what, what <laughs> and tell them why they that. select it wrong. <laughs> one of you being self-aware is a good start. <laughs> yes. One. <laughs> 60% this, of men wear the wrong size shoes. 60% of uh, men yeah, wear the wrong yeah, size shoes. Is that true? Do you wear the wrong size 60%? No. I wear the right size shoe. That, that I I just Where do you get that, that stat from? What's your sourcing? I'm just saying that that stat on the... I, I was there at the pharmacy. I looked over at the number of female products, which is more... Okay, first of all, it's the number of, of stomach products. What were you really remarkable. doing? Yeah. <laughs> 60 <laughs> the number of stomach products. How many people have diarrhea or constipation? 100% is remarkable. Out, no, I know, I know. And then I look over at the pads, and there's just so many different kinds. And the CD always thinks says 60% of women the wear pads. the size pads. With your yeah, but that's, a, that's an ad. It's not, it's not a factoid. <laughs> it's an ad. Well, I could well, say anything. Would that work? I would, I would right, what he's saying what is, if you he's saying that if you tell men you're stupid, they probably won't buy the right. product from the people saying you're stupid. Where he's saying that maybe Thank you. women, because they're marketed to so horribly, that they might say, oh my gosh, I made a mistake. So how does that, that ad work? That's I don't understand. Because 60% I that, I say that's wear right. the wrong well, size. Well, I guess I just hear stupidity. How could they? If you say <laughs> they, don't follow, happens, they don't follow that up, but go, but that's why you 12 you, times, yeah, they do that. 12 times that a year. If you did something 12 times a year that you had to change, I don't know, 40 times in every <laughs> oh my cycle. God. Or even This is or not even what Spike's car radio is supposed <laughs> to be. <laughs> it's not, not Spike's menstrual. What to use? If I had a this could be the breakthrough segment you're it's, looking for to is, change. You think your this is going to bring women to the podcast? If I had a fucking um, cycle that consistent, <laughs> I'd be an expert. I don't know. Look, I would say so far everything you've done has has not worked. <laughs> Correct. So fifty fifty, it could go. You know, it so might, maybe it might. this is experimental segment. I think women yeah. should reject the always company. <laughs> I, I think that they're the, they're the biggest experts sitting there, not some fucking company. They're I, doing it all the time. I think the three of us talking about making accusations. Yes, they were telling women they know how to pick your own pads. Yes, I, yes. I think the three of us though talking about menstrual stuff is is like. Uh, it's a real breakthrough. I we've really, if I, we've if really I, crossed over. Right. Yes. It's into like Malcolm Gladwell's tipping point. By the age of 20, these women know what the fuck they're doing with their pants. They don't need to be told. So that's what you're they doing, Zuckerman. To I also like, in this day and age where you're walking inside and you have to wear a mask and most of us are trying to get the fuck out of these stores, <laughs> you're considering menstrual pad advertisements and stopping and scratching your yeah. head. Yes. Instead of just getting out of there before you die yes. from a virus. There's a lot here. Waiting for your pills from the farmers. We have unpacked. We have unpacked a lot today. Yes, you look at this. <laughs> what pills are you getting from the pharmacists? What's all wrong? of them? Are you all right? <laughs> I sometimes have GERD. I have to get my Nexium tablets. I see. Right. You I can't get, the, get I one get, of those mail-in prescription I get, uh, things. I'm old-fashioned, Ferriston. You know <laughs> that. I just well, I some go. you got to pick up at a pharmacy. Not anymore. You can just have them mail the prescription to you every month, so it just comes to uh, you, right? You know what? You're, you're talking. You're. I'm at least two decades behind you <laughs> in how this shit works. I go to the pharmacy. I say hello to Joseph. The 
pharmacist and your senior, the assistant. Yeah, I with, like the human interaction. Sell me some of those rubbers, Joseph. And then, and then they <laughs> sell rubbers. Yeah, moon need... pies they have there. <laughs> they, they're moon pies sitting on the counter. I, what are those? It's an East moon Coast. Moon pie. I know moon pie. You it's know an it's East Coast, Coast You're thing. buying snacks at that counter? <laughs> I will not now, but pre-COVID. <laughs> God damn. They're wrapped up. This, I mean, your no. life has just taken a weird right turn into insanity today. And I think I'm very feeling very sane. You should see me yesterday. Yesterday you I was are. fucked up. I know. Up. You seem really calm and sane, I was going to say, until this moment <laughs> where you're discussing your evening activities I want you to go. I want you, I want you to go. I want you to ask your wife, do 60% of women really wear the wrong size pants? I'll get slapped. Why? It says it on the box. Because she's going to... She's uh, No. I'm not going to do that. The same reason, this is why we don't have the female list. They don't want to hear me talking about these things. No, I things. believe in them. I believe that they've done this thousands of I, times. I, they I, know. I, I think that you're getting caught up in, in the, 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 the minutia of it. I think the larger thing is that why is it effective to tell women exactly. they're wrong? Whereas I think if you because did that to exactly, men, it would turn them they off. They would believe yeah, they're wrong. And, I and that's think a cultural that's the, issue. Yes, yeah. and I agree with you. You, you I, nailed it 100%. Because I think if, if I told my wife that, she might say, oh, shit, I'm making a mistake. Whereas if somebody told me I'm wrong about something, they'd go, oh, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. why is that yeah. effective? Why well, do cultural, women doubt themselves? Yeah. Yeah, right, 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 right. Okay, so now that we've lost every woman... <laughs> I think I'm going to get a lot of women to say you're right, Zuckerman, because I'm standing up for women here. You, you may are. not hear it, but I in a gross and creepy way, you really are. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to find the rest of this ad so I can hear the rest of their sales pitch. Well, I, uh, let's. I say we go oh, wait, move on it. to another question before. <laughs> Yeah, no. The always my fit range of pads is designed to help the sixty is designed to help the sixty percent of girls and women who are wearing the wrong size pad. Bingo, harmful. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So it's always. Well, maybe this is uh, we can get them as a new sponsor. Uh, we should here. get them as a sponsor. And I want to know: is their product designer a man? Because I bet it is, and so is their <clears throat> because advertising. Because it has to do with leaks. <laughs> now, one hundred percent of Why them can change. Out? that with better protection so what they're saying is their pads protect them better the hundred percent of women you're explaining right? this to me now it's <laughs> <laughs> jumping in to make yep. sense I'm just yep. trying to understand. Trying to I, do like, I can i can feel it going from 90 percent male to 91 percent and then all the males leave i do <laughs> like it's just like the mercury squirting through the top of the thermometer yeah. it's just yeah. gone yeah 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 <laughs> I just like the sales pitch. I want to know the ad meeting. I wanted to hear, you know, they do have data. So they brought in data somehow through a survey and then said, we'll sure. be this. And this they is how we'll do it. They brought in a psychologist. They didn't bring in data. They said 60% of women are going to believe they don't do anything right. <laughs> and, that's, and that's the problem. <laughs> really? And I think, yes, you know, it is, is colonial. It is interesting because, you know, if you listen now, like on, uh, if you listen in the satellite radio, every single ad is like, We've come up with new underwear. We've right. come up with new socks. We've, you know, we've reinvented this. And, but it's never for the men, male stuff. It's never like, you've been wearing dumb underwear. It's like, we just have a better underwear. Right. So this is Procter yes. & Gamble's always trademark here. They should be, they should so be they fucking should be boycotted. A- they, they, this is insulting <laughs> to women. 
Let's boycott. We're, we're, we're walking away. We, we have a we have a maxi pad boycott coming out of yes. this podcast. coming out of this episode of the show. Yeah. That's yeah. what's happening. Yes, this is what everyone should get out of this. Everyone <laughs> and, or just wait, women? No, listen, but I'm going to get something. I'm going to go with Johnny here. I hate sucker mentality. These ads that say three easy ways to be a zillionaire. These are the seven secrets that doctors don't want you to know. These are the five steps to be a billionaire in real estate. Sucker mentality. Don't get sucked in by sucker mentality. These ads that play to your worst, uh, your worst instincts. Is this a class action, Zuckerman? Could we get the women <laughs> to listen to this podcast by filing suit against Procter here's, and Gamble? Here's the thing that I hate the most. They get a, <laughs> the state of California legalized the lottery. It must be 25 years ago with the sure. pretext that we will use the, the, the most illogical product and we will say we're going to give money to education. What is the most antithetical thing to being educated is betting on numbers. I, look, the lottery is a tax on the poor. Everyone knows that. Yeah. And uh, yeah. But by the way, that was like 35 years ago. It, and that's how old I am. Yeah. And I don't think any of the money goes to not no, much. No, they education. put it in the general fund and they right, steal right, it. Right, they don't right, give it right. to education. Right, right, right. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Yeah, okay. More, more. Rev Timmy B. Hyundai versus Kia. Yeah. Who is winning? It's the same company. <laughs> it's literally called Hyundai Kia, yeah. I mean, but it's the yeah. South Koreans, yeah. <clears throat> and, okay, they, I, I, and they are really making great cars. They are, yeah. I would, I would say Kia uh, has the momentum at the moment. Um, they're, you know, they have two same products, different design languages, uh-huh. and I think the Kia design language really resonates more. Plus, they had the Stinger, which is sort of a Halo product, so a lot of people are like, hey, that's a really cool car. And then, oh, hey, that SUV looks like the Stinger. And we know that, you know, Halo Effect does actually move metal. Um, and then you have, you know, the uh, Kia Telluride and the Hyundai Palisade. They're both I like that tremendous. Telluride. See, you like the Telluride, not the Palisade. Same car, different styling. Really? Yeah. And but for some reason, the Telluride really registers It's on killer me. because Peter Schreier, who designed the Audi TT and blah, 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 is the head of design for really? Kia. Yeah. Over yeah, you know, I see those here on the west side, you know, so yeah. it's Range Rover, Range Rover, and then suddenly the Kia Telluride starts showing up. It then looks... I start looking at them, you can't find them because yeah. they're all getting sold. Yeah, and they're super cheap. I mean, I think they start at 32000 and wow. like whacked out with every feature there is. They're and like they're beautiful, 000. beautiful little cars. Beautiful cars. Yeah, right. We actually, that was our SUV of the year. And we gave Schreier our uh, person of the year last year because of what he's he's just turned Kia around because Kia was a, yeah, yeah. a basket case cheap. Remember, they had like <clears throat> when they first came here, they had college kids as salespeople. That was their thing. <laughs> you know, it was just a dude. Yeah. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, you're wearing the wrong size pad. No, <laughs> wrong product. <laughs> right. Yeah. You so also I, I, buy the wrong size car. <laughs> so Kia's a bit ahead, I'd say. Uh, worst cars you've ever owned. Oh. Anybody jump in? Go. Owned. Okay. Uh, Why don't you can broaden it? Owned, leased, yeah, well, or driven? Yeah. I mean, I, I, no, no, I'm just, I'm just thinking. I, I, I've never, you know, okay. The worst car I ever owned was a Nissan. Uh, I, uh, I came back from New York, and I really wanted an Xterra. And I was like 24, 25 years old. Look cool. And, and I, was, I, was, Funny uh, roof. I was a very irresponsible young man. And my credit sucked. I had a lot of money. I just, I just, my credit sucked. And I remember I went to buy an Xterra and they're like, for whatever reason, they're like, no. And I was like, shit, I just moved back from New York. I really need a car right now. And they're like, we can get you into a Sentra. So I bought a Sentra and I, I don't know the Sentra generations, but this would have been in 2001 when I moved back that car, 2001 Nissan Sentra. And it was the worst because it just sucked. 
Yeah. Didn't break down or anything like that. It just was ugly, slovenly, slow. Um, fairly big backseat because I used to have a lot more sex in cars back then. So that was okay. Wow. But now you're paying then, another, 60% a of second men horrible have, picture has sex in the painted. wrong size well, car. Just, I, I remember the, the backseat was all right. But aside from that, a where do you car. have sex in a car, Johnny Lieberman? Backseat. The backseat, yeah, not yeah. the hatch? Uh, I've done the front a few times, but backseat, backseat. Ooh. <laughs> Look at yeah. I will tell you my How most. How many dis- press cars have you had sex in? That's, that's the, oh, yeah. none. Uh, have you had sex in press cars? Oh, yeah. Look at him. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. What is, I don't think I can talk about this publicly, but yeah. What Whoa, do you mean? No one yeah. listens to this. <laughs> no one's going to hear people. I'm not going to say which press car is. And, oh, you know, no. And I just, you know, what about the 992 Turbo? Did you have sex <laughs> what, in that last week? What's better to have sex on? Define sex. Okay, let's. <laughs> I need the Clinton would definition. You, would of... you recommend leather, vinyl, Alcantara, or velour as the proper <laughs> velour, surface? Yeah, velour, yeah. Don't have Wait. sex on Alcantara. That would be <laughs> awful. That would what not about come velour? out of Alcantara. That's a bad idea. You're velour? Right. velour? Yeah, that's. Okay. Yeah, Alcantara uh, would, be, would be the one you don't yeah, want to yeah. have sex on. That's... Why are you having sex in cars so much? Are you used to. Why aren't you? I mean, it's great because you're somewhere. Like, I let's... did when I was in high school, but because there was no other place to go. It's not a you preferred know, you're having place. a great time and like you get in the car, <laughs> you know, like... leave him. It's an animal, <laughs> a fucking animal. No, he's definitely be. No, Farrah. I always thought, I thought Farrah was the bigger animal, but no, Lieberman, Lieberman is, is. is the animal. He's fucking an in press animal. cars. It's been this a while. Is, is, sure, it has. Bunga time. <laughs> bunga, bunga, <laughs> bunga party in a press car, and then he hands it off good. to Farrah. <laughs> I always, how many? I always cars? go first. He's yes. the one who calls it sloppy seconds, not yes, me. But how many have you given him? Oh, I don't you, give a you've had sex. Gets, oh, in. every oh that that I've had sex in. Yeah, you got to make a point of this. I mean, <laughs> you got to make a point to bare ass sex car no, no, over. No, no, no. I, I have never seen it. You know, it's a, a long time, a long time. It's been a long Get on time. it. But you ask automotive <laughs> journalists. This is like one of the things we talk about. Like, how many press cars have you? You know, really, oh. it is. Oh, sure. Right. So it's room. a thing with automotive. It was a thing, but you know, it's, it's a thing. You've been in the business for 15 years, like you know. I've been around a lot of journalists. I've not heard this. Well, we have <laughs> well you know, you, now that you're becoming now one, now, now that you're getting I'm all not, these press cars, I'm never going to be you. I'm a, I'm an enthusiast. Well, yeah, but you're getting I, press cars. I am. Yeah, but I, as an enthusiast, so, you know, you go out to a nice dinner with uh, the missus. You guys misses. know what you're talking about. I'm just a fan. Okay, but but <laughs> you, you know, you're, you know. You're there. Anyway, <laughs> worst car you ever owned. <laughs> no, go ahead, Zach. I'm going to tell you in. my biggest disappointment, and it yeah. wasn't a bad car. This will be polarizing. But there was a moment where I had had two or three 997 GT3s, and I got the squeaky brake 997 GT3. Remember that syndrome? And I could not, they could not get the squeaks out of the brakes, and it was so loud. You couldn't drive with the windows down. You had to have windows up, radio on. It was ear-splitting. And so at a moment of disgust, I turned in my GT3, and I got an Audi R8 10-cylinder at a Spider. Um, and visually, I thought the car was a 9 out of 10, maybe even a 10 out of 10. As a driving experience, a 4 out of 10. And you had the the Tiptronic or whatever they called the transmission. It was the it was a single clutch. No, I think I actually had a manual. Oh yeah, I think I did. And I okay. and I, but I'm not going to swear to it. What I remember though 
is being so underwhelmed by the feedback of the car. I did not feel a visceral feedback. It was so neutral. I could have been in a Honda for all I knew when I was in the car. When I looked at the car, I loved it. When I got in the car, I was fucking bored. I didn't think the engine revved uh, with enough urgency. I, I Just the whole thing was a bore to me. That's fair. I, I, think, I think those first-gen R8s were, were kind of overrated in terms of performance. And the other thing was... If you didn't have the front tires at like 60 psi, which was seems insane, the cars didn't handle right. Really? Is that yeah. what, is that is and, and no dealer would ever they didn't ever knew that for some reason. But you looked at the door sticker, it was like psychotic. It was it was like a Corvair. It was you had the front tires at 60 psi and you had to have the rears at like 35 or something. And huh. so they were always set up wrong. Um, and and I remember one time uh, at Best Drivers Car, we, it was actually the R8 uh, GT, mm-hmm. and you know Randy was complaining about how it was understeering and it was a mess on Laguna Seca, and we're like maybe we should lower the pressures from 60 psi to 40, like you know that's that, that's still really high. And then he drove off on turn six, and he never drives off the track. So it was. <laughs> it was oh my. Those, those, yeah, the, the first gen wasn't so hot. The second gen's real good, but the first gen, yeah. I agree with you. That was a big disappointment to yep. me. Yep, 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 yep. I think my biggest dis- disappointment was this car I was uh, trying to buy for two years. It was a 73 911S, silver black, like the right color, the right year, the right model. I chased the car for two years. It is previously owned by L.A. Times founder Otis Chandler. Mm. Oh, a yes. Chandler car. Yeah, and nice. I remember it. One night I got a call, and uh, it was Sam, and he goes, the car's for sale, do you want it? And I bought it right in that moment. And so I had never driven the car, and it was sent to my hangar, and it was delivered a week later. Hey, look. Hey, it's Tim Pappas. And, uh, oh, man, Pappas. <clears throat> no, not right now. Mm. And we were, uh, I, at the time, I had the Tangerine RS, I had a Conda Green 70S. I had a white 911T. I was almost all 911s. And so this car got delivered. I took it out for the first drive on the 405, and I could not have been more disappointed. It was a beautiful car. First of all, you never test drive a car for the first time at night. It, uh, the suspension wasn't dialed in. What I didn't know about Otis Chandler very tall guy so he'd had the seats modified the rails oh uh, no different rails put on so that they were low he had short shift gears in the transmission which at the time and kind of right now like i i wanted this car because it was a preservation car but it had been so modified it the whole thing was a disaster the the there was crazing on the outside the paint was all original but the i uh, like that crazing but i the the crazing the whole thing it I tried to love it. I, try, I, I was doing that thing where you're trying to tell yourself you haven't just made a huge mistake. But the longer I owned the car, which wasn't long, about a month, the, the more depressed I got about it. And eventually I sold that car to Bobby Rahal. It has, I think it only had 25,000 original he miles on it, it. right? Yeah, I should never have sold it. I'm just saying <laughs> compared to the cars I had in the hangar, which were perfect kind of preservation cars, I didn't, my head wasn't thinking straight on that drive, and I never loved it after, and I've always regretted selling it. Oh, the windshield was pitted. Again, it was all preservation perfection. It's just I couldn't wrap my head around the little tweaks I was going to have to make to make it it something that I like. The car I like to imagine you in was when you got your first dollar and you bought a Maserati uh, by Turbo. By Turbo. Yeah, I like that car. That was in New York. 
That was really did fun. Did that run? Because those are notoriously. <clears throat> it did every Saturday. I'd put two grand in, in the mechanic. Yeah. I'd give the mechanic two grand, and then it would run. Yeah, for yeah. four days. Two grand a week. That's great. <laughs> oh, you had to pay it out. Yeah, I would yeah, pay yeah. the mechanic yeah. Saturday to fix it. I yeah. would drive it during the week in New York, and then pay him again Saturday to fix it, and then drive it again. Now you don't do a lot of driving in New York, right? But I whatever yeah. small drive I did, it would break down. Well, that. It was playing a off this car. question and sticking to New York. My biggest regret was when I lived in New York, my boss, who was in the bikes, but he had a, a 94 or 92, sorry, it was a 928 GTS. And he used to let me, he wanted me to take it on on weekends because he never drove it. He paid, you know, whatever it was back then, 5000 a month to keep this car in a garage in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And it never got touched. So I would take it on the weekends and drive to upstate or wherever. And I was moving to California. And he's like, "I'll give it to you for ten grand." The car had ten thousand miles on it, GTS, which is you know five point four liter, best of breed, nine twenty eight. And I was gonna do it. And he goes, "I just want to tell you though, like you're getting it. If I paid a hundred for it. You're getting it for ten, but I just replaced the window motors, and they were seven hundred each before labor, and that just scared the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't As do it. Should have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but I, I could have lived. I could have, I could have done it myself or junkyard window. You know, because those." There was a long time where the best 928 you could buy was five grand. Right, they were, right. They were literally junky, littering junky. I always want to like those cars. Oh, they're so great. The bike so Turbo great. I really wanted to like. It was black with the tan interior. It had leather interior. It's everything. Who it, uh, I'm a guy who doesn't really know anything about imported cars in that moment. This right. is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just moved to New York. I'm in my 20s and I had this Cartier uh, uh, clock, clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. dash. The height of elegance, a shifter manual <laughs> gearbox, <laughs> leather, uh, the word you Maserati. You would arrive. <clears throat> Forget that Tri-dense. Chrysler was involved in it somehow. And uh, No, that was a pure Maserati. That was, that was? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Chrysler might have had some financial, but no, the engineering was Italian. They, so that car was such a lemon. Yeah, that they all were. Year, I think a year in owning it, Dave was like, uh, he knew I had it, and he saw it one day, and he said, what are you doing with that piece of shit? And I said, how did you know? He goes, oh, God, that's, they're horrible. And, and, he, and I said, well, I bought it off these guys, uh, Stephen Kessler Associates on 34th Street. He goes, uh, he goes, okay. And now he puts that away in his head. Uh, uh, maybe months later, we're shooting at Macy's on 34th Street, uh, a remote, like Dave and Paul go shopping. And we're on an hour break. He goes, hey, let's go over to Kessler and get your money back. (laughs) So Dave and I walk down to Stephen Kessler Associates. They're thrilled that David Letterman is walking through the door. And they go, well, you know, how can we help you? And he's like, "Uh, you sold this kid a (laughs) shitbox and you need to give him his fucking money back. And they they were like, what? Well, well, which car? The guy was just turned white and Dave just hammered him, hammered him. To give uh, give me give the kid his money did back. Did you get your money back? I, I did not. Yeah, <laughs> they did not do Let that. Let him only go so far. No, but it was an amazing moment yeah, 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 to yeah, watch yeah. the salesman kind of cower. Cower when you are a kid and they, he's your big brother. They sold me this knowing knowingly it was a shit box. They didn't want to do anything about it when I called to complain. Right, and right, Dave right. just put him on notice. Okay, real story. That's good. Real story. What a great guy David Letterman is. What good guys you guys are for showing up today. We're out of time. We've had some fun. We've done an hour. We've all have our days in front of us. I got to go make some money. You got to go make some money. Lieberman's got to do seven other podcasts. Yeah, I have more podcasts to do. (laughs) With Shazam in London. Thanks for stopping (laughs) in. Shazam, yeah. Yes, sir. Anything you want to plug before we go? 
I got nothing really to plug. Just go to motortrend.com and uh, you can read about all these supercars that Spike is jealous of in my driveway. <laughs> I am jealous. Zuckerman? I believe 100% of women wear the, wear the right size pants. I'm supporting all, I just, all women. I, I, I just want to, I love your pronunciation of the word pad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying pant for like it's about pad. five minutes. Pad. Why don't it's you a, start your own I'm line? I'm going to send you some pads. The Zuckerman's pads. fit all the time. We're going to make about a leave of curtains. We're going to take the curtains custom and cut fit. Down. Let custom me come pads. take your measurements. Yeah. I like the limo driver suddenly. That's and if you want our newest shirt, you want to support the podcast, go to blipshift.com, the Spikes Car Radio store, and get our 87 911 Meth Head commemorative stolen car t shirt. That's it. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to Spikes Car Radio, brought to you by Hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. <laughs>